Hello, bitches. Welcome to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk Podcast, where I try to help my listeners get out of their own way and get shit done. I am your host, Elaine Terso. Let's dive right in. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Today, we are talking about boundaries and we're talking about branding and how they're tied together. So if you have a business or even if you don't have a business, we all are a brand. You walking around every day, um, your behavior, the way you talk, the way you dress is your brand. Okay. And there's some interesting um, things that people say about branding that, you know, I love to research. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do. And so I have some questions for you, right? So if people were to describe you, what would they say? If you have never met me before, <laughs> boy, are you in for a treat? Um, people would tell you that my brand is my red hair. Um, it's, I can never change my hair because if I do, it would probably cause a kerfuffle. Um, my red hair, short red hair has been a part of my brand. Um, uh, people, when I asked people also, uh, I wear boots a lot. I love boots. I love boots and leggings and they have become a part of my signature brand. Um, profanity. Yes, I know. Imagine that. Profanity has become a part of my brand. And it's, it's what people expect, right? It's what people expect. So what is your brand? What words, what, what descriptions do people say about you? And how do you find that out? You can ask right? I've done a, I've done a, an ask on Facebook and I said, what words, if you know me, what are some of the words that you would use to describe me? I got a lot of empowering, um, profanity, um, kindness, like, and guess what? I have cultivated that. It was intentional. The things that people say about me is because that's what I want them to say about me. You teach people who you are. You teach people by, you have the influence to cultivate your own brand. Okay. So what words, what words do you want people to say about you and how can you influence them? How can you I don't want to say manipulate because that's not the right word. Maybe we'll say brainwash. <laughs> Does that sound better? I don't even know. But how can you influence people to start describing you using the words that you want them to say? So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, people say the word empowering about me because I create content, I post articles, I post quotes, I do everything that has to do with women empowerment. When I was a photographer, I, that was a huge part of my brand, was empowering women to stand in their power 
and be photographed and be remembered and feel beautiful and feel like they were discovering themselves for the first time. It's like a rebirth almost. I cultivated, I created that. How could they not say those things based on the information that I was putting out into the world? In my language, when I was at networking events, when whatever I posted online was all about women empowerment. So of course they're gonna use those words. So think about that. So your brand is what people say when you're not in the room. And I love this little quote that I found. Your brand is in the hands of others. You can't dictate what people think, say, or feel about you, but you can damn make sure you influence it. Yes, exactly. Now, what are some other things about branding? The other thing I found this other really cool, I love quotes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to share some quotes with you that I found because I just love them. I love this one. If you do not have a business, right, you still have a brand. You, you still are a brand. So it says brand yourself for the career you want, not the job you have. Brand yourself for the career you want, not the job you have. So what does that mean? Let's say that you work in a bakery. I'm gonna use this as an example. Let's say you work in, in a bakery, but you really want to uh, be a, let's see here, an artist. You want to, um, you want to quit your job and become a full-time professional artist. Okay, what are some things that you could do to brand yourself for the career you want? Well, every time you're not working in a bakery, you need to be creating art. You need to be showing art. You need to be doing things that are related to art. So when you introduce yourself to people, you're going to be talking about being an artist. You're not going to be talking about working in a bakery. Does that make sense? Do things that are going to get you closer to your dream. Your personal brand, okay, we all have a personal brand. Um, so a business brand, personal brand, okay? A personal brand is a set of characteristics you are uniquely known for and exhibit through your actions, words, and appearance. So when I talked about my appearance, my red hair, when I talked about words, people said empowering, profanity, boots, my actions. When I was a photographer, I, I embodied women empowerment, okay? So every interaction that you have with people is a form of branding. Every conversation, everything you say, every email that you post, every blog post that you do is all a form of branding. So it's important that your messaging is consistent. It is important that it's consistent. Okay, so if I am the baker and I wanna be an artist, everything I do needs to be around artist not around Baker. And if you're not branding yourself, 
you can be sure that others will do it for you. What does that mean? I love that quote. I think that's so spot on. If you're not branding yourself, you can be sure that others will do it for you. So remember I said branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So you have, an, you have the ability to influence what people will say about you based on your behavior. So you need to be cautious and aware of the things that you say, the things that you talk about, the th and the boundaries that you set. So business and boundaries, like what, what are you talking about? What are you teaching people about your boundaries in your branding? Ooh, I know this is a really good question. What are you teaching people about your boundaries in your branding? So if you are telling people, oh yeah, you can call me anytime. You can call me anytime. I'll respond no matter what time of day it is. You are telling people that they can call you at 11 o'clock at night. Is that really truly what you want? Is that behavior what you want? Do you want people to treat you without with no respect? Is that okay? Brene Brown says it best, and it's just so simple. Boundaries are, are putting it out there, what's okay and what's not okay. So is it okay for people to call you at 11 o'clock at night or email you and expect you to respond at 11 o'clock at night? Or is the boundary, I'll get back to you the next day? Like if you email me at 11 o'clock at night, that's fine, but I'm not going to get, I'm not going to check it and I'm not going to respond to it until the next day. That's, that's important. And those are things that you can communicate. Where can you communicate that? What are your office hours? How can people communicate with you? What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? What is their typical client experience going to look like from start to finish? You can, you have the power to put that information out there. It can be on your website. It can be on your Facebook page. It could be on your Instagram. It could be wherever it is where people can go find information about you. You can set office hours and say, I work from nine to five, Monday through Friday. I don't answer calls on the weekends. Where else could you put that? You could put that on your voicemail right? You've reached Elaine Terso. I'll get back to you between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Boom. Boundary. Established. Right there. I'm telling people that this is my boundary, that I, that I don't answer calls. I don't respond to text messages or Facebook messages about business stuff after 5 p.m. That is a boundary that I can set. Okay, so it's important that you figure out what your boundaries are. And the way we do that is we first have to look at what our values are. What are your values when it comes to business? Now, I encourage you, 
there is an amazing list of values that has been established and created by the fantastic Brene Brown. And if you literally were to Google Brene Brown values list, you would probably stumble on her website, um, the brenebrown.com. And if you go to the Dare to Lead hub, you will find all of the downloads and printables and things like that. And in that list, in that content is her values list. And it's like three columns and it's amazing. But what I encourage you to do is to go through that list and circle, print it out and, and circle like your top five. What are some of your top five values? that are really important to you, okay? So I'm looking at her list right now, and some of the top values for me are gonna be time, right? It's important to me that I have time, that I'm not feeling overwhelmed, that I am like, that I'm not putting myself in a situation where I have no time. I want to have time with my family. I want to have time to myself. Okay. So some other, um, let's see here, some other list of values. Mm, what's really important to me? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, authenticity is, is, a, is an important value to me. I want to be 100% myself. I do. I don't want to pretend to be anyone else. And I want people to accept me and love me just the way I am without trying to change me or tell me that I need to be different, okay? So being authentic is important to me. The other thing that's really important to me on her list is kindness. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's hard to be kind to people that, that I may feel don't deserve kindness. They may be a dick or an asshole or a bully. But what I've discovered is that sometimes they're the ones that need the most kindness, right? There's something going on in their own world and they really need to see that the world is still kind and it can actually impact their life that they will actually not be a dick, right? I think um, there was a uh, Patton Oswald was a really good example of this. Some guy decided to start trolling him on his Twitter account and he figured out, he started engaging with the guy and asking him like, what the hell is the matter with you, dude? Like, why are you being such a dick? Come to find out the dude was struggling with health, with health issues and he was just miserable and he was lonely and just not in a good place. And you know what Penn Oswood did? He got a, started a GoFundMe to help this guy financially get his health situation figured out. Do you know the power that happened just because he showed kindness to someone who was being a dick? Like, think about that. He completely changed his outlook and his perspective on life because someone showed him kindness. And I want to have that sort of impact on people as well. That my kindness, like, that you know, even if you're a dick to me, I'm still going to be kind to you. The other one that's important to me is growth. I am all about opportunities for growth. If I am not growing, I'm dying. I'm stagnant. 
or stale and I don't want to live there. So I'm constantly about growth, personal growth, growth, business growth, all of it. I, I just want to learn all the things. <laughs> I just, I love to learn. So those are some of my, my most important values. So time, authenticity, growth, and kindness are some of my list of, are, are my values that's important for me and my business. So if you were to look at this uh, worksheet, which actually has four columns, I'm corrected here, four columns of words, then you could figure out what your values are and you can set boundaries around your values. So the time, okay? My time values, I don't work past 5 p.m. It is, it is a value that I had to establish. I gave myself office hours and my husband knows that I'm at home working in my office and at 5 p.m. I'm done. I close down the computer and even if I'm literally doing nothing, I'm sitting on the couch watching television, that is okay, right? I, my brain needs to rest. I need to have peace, I need to recharge and reset. And I've learned that working, continuing to work past 5 p.m., my brain is fried and I'm no good to myself. I'm no good to my client. So five o'clock, I'm done. Kindness. So even if someone is being a dick online or, or to me in person or whatever, I will still show them kindness. Authenticity. I will show up as myself and I will not apologize for who I am. And growth, my boundary around growth is that I'm always open to learning. So if someone gives me a recommendation, I'm going to take that as an opportunity for growth. I don't have to use it, but I'm going to receive it. And I'm going to assume good intent that someone is giving me um, a situation, um, a scenario, an opportunity for growth, even if it's shitty. If something shitty is happening, my boundaries are, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity for growth. What can I learn from this situation? So thinking about that, you can create boundaries around your values and then you can incorporate those into your branding. So for the time, I'm going to put office hours maybe on my website, which I haven't done yet, but I'm going to. I could put, if you email me, I'll respond to you between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific time. You can call me between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> You can also leave a voicemail. I may not answer your phone call if it's after 5 p.m., right? So establishing these boundaries by saying, for example, kindness is that I do not tolerate people speaking to me in an unkind way, yelling, name calling, et cetera, which I've never really had something like that happen because I just, I don't, I don't think people... I'm just too nice. I think <laughs> people just, I don't know. I just haven't had a situation where someone was just a complete dick to me in a really long time, but I'm going to assume good intent and I'm going to just treat them with kindness. And I expect people to treat me with kindness. And if they don't, then I'm going to say something. I'm going to have to have hard conversations. So thinking about 
how you want people to treat you, you can establish those in your boundaries for your business, your boundaries at work, boundaries, whatever they are. We all need boundaries. If you were thinking about, I, I love the little, um, my philosophy is that building a business is like building a house. You start with your foundation, um, you have your blueprints, you've got your walls, you have your roof, they all kind of connect together, and that's your house. Think of your, as the, think of the fence as your boundary, okay? So you have to give people permission to enter your fence in order to come to your house. So you can have a lock on your fence or you can leave it open. And if you leave it open, are you telling people they can come over anytime they want? Or are you telling them that they need to give you a heads up first? What about a telemarketer? If they're, or, you know, someone who goes, who does door to door sales, can they come to your house and knock on your door and try to sell you something? How do you feel about that? So boundaries can be established by putting up signs around your house. It says private property, no trespassing, no solicitors. Those are established boundaries. Now, what happens if someone tries to break your boundary or not necessarily break it, but they try to um, make you compromise your beliefs or your values? They're trying to take advantage. They're trying to manipulate. What are you going to do about it? So if a door-to-door if a, if a -door salesperson comes knocking on your door and you have a sign that says no solicitors, what are you going to do? How are you going to respond? Are you going to open the door? Are you going to ignore them? Are you going to activate your little ring doorbell, your security system, and say, get the fuck out of here? Like, what are you going to do? Those are things that you need to have figured out. You need to know if someone is not respecting my boundaries, this is what I'm going to do about it. It's one thing to have boundaries, but it's another thing to enforce them. And I don't mean this to say like, these are my boundaries and you will stick to them and things like that. It's no, it's you are teaching people how to treat you. Plain and simple. How are you going to, how are you going to teach people how to treat you if you don't tell them? Brene Brown says it perfectly. Clear communication is kind. You are being kind to somebody by telling them up front what your boundary is. And it's, it's not, you're not being a dick. You're not being a dick. I know there's this like fear of, oh my God, what is someone going to think? If I tell them that I won't take their phone call after 5 p.m., what are they going to think? I don't fucking care. How about that? If I give someone my business card and like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you. I'm like, great. Make sure to call me before five o'clock. I don't answer calls after that. And I'm like, okay. Like how that wasn't being a dick. That was me just saying, call me before 5 p.m. and I'd be happy to help you. Clear is kind.
clear is kind. So I, I hope that this is, is helpful for you in some way that you are able to kind of go, oh, okay. So think about what do you want people to say about you? What do you want people to say about your brand? What values do you have that you need to create boundaries to protect? What are you teaching people about your boundaries in your branding, in your messaging, in your behavior, in your attitude, in the way that you talk, in your blogging, in your social media? What are you teaching people about you? Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for tuning in to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk podcast. Have a great day, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk podcast and have a fucking awesome day.